Empire. Neil back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assists from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took his in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, guys? We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions! Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Vazana, and as always, my brother Noel. Hey, I wanted to say real quick, sorry about Wednesday's show. We had a little technical difficulty. Uh, like Noel's side of the recording didn't record because his laptop was built pre Y2K. <laughs> so thank you for that, Noel. Actually, I use a typewriter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Has a so- HD. <laughs> what are these things called? I don't even know. HDMI yeah, cord. Hey, your, your side recorded. It's not my fault. You know, I'm Jordan, man. You need that. Yeah. Well, I love wasting hours upon hours of research and sitting here and talking uh, for an hour and then nothing comes of it. That's cool. Whatever. Uh, it was gold, everyone. I can tell you that. It was gold from my end. From your, yeah. Uh, can you prove that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's somewhere out there <laughs> in, in, on the cloud. On the cloud. <laughs> There's no way that your laptop has anywhere even remotely close to the cloud. But uh, uh, we, we've taken some precautions, so hopefully that doesn't happen again as you know backups and things so we apologized all four of you who were listening and um and who missed us anyway let me get through this real quick please follow us on twitter instagram and the facebook group just search beltway sports bros you can also find us at beltwaysportsbros.com hey got a pretty popular article out there right now go check that out what did i call it is haskins set up for failure i believe it is you know what's your review on that one oh the only one who hasn't read it thank you (laughs) No, I read it. It was excellent. It was excellent. Hey, I sent you the edits. Edits. Like the, the editor-in-chief. Oh, yeah? That. Yeah. Yeah, you sent did. You the edits. I cut it. Cut and paste. All you're doing is looking for mess-ups on my part. You know, you're not actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, no content. It. Just strictly, oh, <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> he put A in there twice. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, thanks everybody who's, le- who's reading it, and uh, thank you, Noel. Appreciate that. Good read, man. Really, seriously, though. It's an excellent read. I didn't even know you knew that much of the English language, honestly. I- I'm full of surprises, you know? Yeah, you are. But um, one last thing, if you're listening to this show right now, which obviously you are, please hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a single episode going forward. All right, so we are going to have the top five a little bit later. I think it's going to be a good one. But we're going to do a little preview of the Washington-Cleveland game. The one-in-one Washington football team will travel to Cleveland to play the one-in-one Browns. Last week, Cleveland beat the Bengals on Thursday night, 35-30, to in a game that wasn't really as close as the score indicated, while Washington got smoked by Arizona 30-15, to as we've covered. Which really wasn't as close as the score indicated. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. This week's game is going to be on Fox at 1 p.m. Hopefully, there will be people watching in the D.C. area. Uh, did you hear about these ratings recently? God, man. 16.5. What the fuck are people watching? I don't know. What's on TV at one o'clock on a Sunday? This is the lowest rating for a week two ever. I mean, what were they watching? The U.S. Open? I mean, I I guess. Maybe. What the hell were people watching at one o'clock? Some infomercial? (laughs) Weird stuff, man. I I don't I don't understand. I really think it just people have gotten used to not living with sports. 
you know, people that are non-sports fans or like not fully into it, they're like, huh, I don't really need sports in my life. And also, I think that people are turned off by the no crowds. I think that it, it affects people uh, more than you would think. There's that vibe that you get when you see the crowd and the fans going nuts and all that. I can definitely see that. But the way they've dropped 25% less viewers in, in week two than there was last year. I mean, that's a big drop off, man. It really is. And, but also the true fan, you would think they'd be coming out in droves to watch these games and... I don't know. I, I don't know There's, what it is. I guess a lot, maybe a lot of their ratings comes from outside the area. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it's it's not a good sign. And in all honesty, though, the ratings across the board in the NFL are down. So, but yeah, I absolutely. mean specifically in in the DC area, it's really sad. Hold on, I thought it was because of the name. Could be. The other portion is the Black Lives Matter stuff. There's a lot of people turned off by it, but. We've seen it in the past, not necessarily with Washington, but NFL in general. It'll come back once you get closer to the the end of the season. Yeah, but the thing is, the NFL is different than watching freaking baseball or watching the NBA or something or, or hockey. No, I know. NFL is from week one on. There's two sports that you watch from the beginning because every game is critical. College football and the NFL. Okay, other ones you can take some. I mean, I watch every NBA game, but a lot of people just watch it at the end of the year and they watch the playoffs. Or like pop the last two minutes of the, the last game. Two the last two minutes of the th- game are the only thing worth a shit, according to him. In it, I mean, you can say that in anything in, in life. Anything. It's the most strangest yeah. thing. The last two minutes of my job when I'm ready to have my <laughs> keys in my hand are the only time it's worth a shit. So I mean, you can do that with anything. But yeah. with the NFL, it's it's from point A to point B, man, and uh, it's it's craziness. Anyway, it's pretty surprising, but you know. Hopefully uh, things turn around. But Cleveland, and this, speaking of surprising, is favored by seven points in this game. You're surprised by that? By seven points? Absolutely. I don't think people are that panicky about them getting their ass kicked by the Ravens. And they rebounded against Cincinnati, who who sucks. But yeah. I think that with Washington having the second worst offensive ranking in the league and just not a very good team in the way they got handled by Arizona last week, eh, I would have said five, but... You know, yeah. Well, it would have been five if they were in Washington. So, yeah, right. so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's go over the updated injury report as of Hold on, Thursday. Real, real quick, yes. let me jump in. I was reading something when I was looking at this stuff. Do you realize that the Browns, both teams are one and one. If they beat Washington this week, it'll be the first time in over five years that they've been over 500. It's crazy. That is insane. I mean, I knew they sucked. I knew they're one of the worst <laughs> franchises of all time. But damn. I mean, you didn't go 1 and 0 or 2 and 1 once, like and then the wheels came off after that. <laughs> like you couldn't get above water for just a split second. Yeah. I mean, that's tough to get your head around. <laughs> I want people to put that in perspective as a Washington fan. Yeah, we suck, but shit, man. That is yeah. dog shit. Hey, well, maybe that's something, you know, that'll continue on. No, it. Washington is always the team that helps to other teams with their <laughs> records. All right. Injury report. You got anything else on that? No, Any no. Other, sorry uh, about that. I just, oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so um, Washington, let me start with them. Right guard Brandon Sheriff is on the IR and has to set out a minimum three weeks with a sprained MCL. Of course, this is a different IR than you're, we're accustomed to uh, because of covid they only have to set out three weeks for this version of IR. So it's expected three to five weeks. So we'll see. I told you he wasn't out for the year. You said he was done. I knew it. 
I, well, knew, I, I know, saw Brandon. the leg go 90 degrees and I said, this guy's, d-, and he weighs 500 he pounds. Off. I figured, I'm sorry. I see a leg become an L and I figure this guy's probably toast when he had 350 pounds on top of the leg, on top of everything else. It looked like it was about to snap off. That looked rough. Third year in a row on IR. Honestly, I like Sheriff and all, but I'm done with him, dude. Should have signed the contract. $55 million. No, I'm glad he didn't. Well, I'm just saying he for his case. He ain't all that anyway. I hate to say it, but if this team's going in the young direction and all that, vaya con Dios. Well, not that he's old, but yeah, he's definitely injury prone. So, all right. Also on the offensive line, right tackle Morgan Moses is questionable with a hip injury, but he's expected to play. The guy's always injured, but always plays through it. Backup tackle Sadiq Charles is questionable with a thigh injury. He has not been active the first two games. Linebacker Cole Holcomb is questionable with a knee. He's been held out of practice, so it doesn't look good for him. And I think we're actually going to have Kendall Fuller play in this game. He is probable. And uh, Jesus has risen. No, yeah. (laughs) Clamoring for the slot corner. No, I hope he does well, man. They need all the help they can get. Yeah, no kidding. It's like we were waiting for uh, Dan Marino to come out of the tunnel. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) If he's a slot corner, we need help there. I hope he's healthy and serviceable. I just wanted to make it clear. uh, He is a cornerback, not a quarterback. Okay, I just wanted to... Make that clear. <laughs> I was just saying a, a high-profile <laughs> dude coming out of the tunnel. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. All right. So uh, on Cleveland's side, cornerback Denzel Ward is questionable with a groin injury. Center J.C. Treader is questionable with a knee and hasn't practiced. Cornerback Reedy Williams is also questionable with a shoulder injury and hasn't played yet this year. Defensive end Adrian Claiborne is questionable with a hip and left the Bengals game early last week, so probably doesn't look good for him. Defensive end Olivier Vernon is questionable as well, and he did not play last week. You know, a lot of questions, a lot of questionables, you know? Question marks hey man, all over the place. It's so. the nature of the beast this season so far. It's week two. It's still kind of preseason-ish, and, and guys are getting hammered. It's the way it's going to be all year. Yeah. Gonna, and we talked about it yeah. before. I mean, they don't have a regular off season. There's going to be more injuries and yeah. Hey, at least zero COVID cases. Miraculously still don't believe that yeah. shit. But oh anyway, all right. <laughs> well, let's start with Washington offense versus the Cleveland defense, shall we? Let's do it. What are your thoughts on that? Protection. Initially, that's what has to happen. Christian has yet another matchup with Miles Garrett, potentially, and or if he swaps to the other side with Moses, God help us, with both of those guys, that Haskins needs to have time. And this is all predicated on how they can run the ball and how they can protect Haskins. If those two things don't happen, it's going to be a long day, man. The Browns had three sacks last week. Miles Garrett is a monster, so you got to worry about him like you mentioned. He had a sack, two QB hits last week. Uh, Sheldon Richardson looked like a monster in that last game and I know the Bengals defense or Bengals offensive line isn't great their whole team kind of sucks but and like we talked about before the Cardinals when they played um, the 49ers you know they're a divisional rival so you can't put a lot of stock in these games but I think well let's get something straight here if Washington comes close to throwing the ball 60 freaking times we got major problems major problems I cannot believe and I watched some of that game that he was just throwing and throwing, and they weren't successful running the ball, and we've got to do a better job of that. We've got to do something off the play action every once in a while. Get Gibson rolling a little bit. Help that situation out, and that will aid the offensive line, and it's definitely going to help Haskins. Well, I mean, McKissick played well, too, last week. And, I mean, Gibson played 
pretty well. 13 rushes, 55 yards and a touchdown. I mean, and he looks he looks apart. I know that they got down very quickly and it's very difficult to run the ball when you do that, but they've just got to not make mistakes. I mean, if you really think about it, and I was listening to an interview with Rivera, you're talking about the muffed punt, the fumble after the interception in uh, Arizona territory, and also when Haskins got sacked to put them out of field goal range. At minimum, you're looking at nine points right there. Game could have been completely different. They need to just not do that. I mean, because this team's just not that talented. They can't afford to shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, no team can, but especially this one. Well, no, that's what I mean. I don't give a damn who runs the ball. I personally don't, but they need to be productive on the ground. Unfortunately, against the Bengals, I mean, Dixon only had 46 yards. They shut down the running game. But you have to stay with it to a certain extent and get drives rolling. Get to the line fast. Roll on some play action. Relieve that offensive line from getting hammered by the Garrets of the world. And see if there's a couple plays downfield to alleviate some of that. Beyond that, Washington should be okay if they can establish something. Some type of consistency in some area. Whether it be play action. Whether it be moving the pocket. Running the ball. Whatever it is. Stick to a game plan. Yeah. And from all accounts, their offense is basically, or at least their passing offense, is basically uh, high school level. And it may be on Haskins that he just hasn't figured out this offense yet. Apparently, the the running offense is a little bit more complicated, but it's so simplistic. Any idiot can see the only thing that was that was working were slant passes over and over and over again. And Haskins had two passes over 10 yards in that game that were in the air. So he's got to just let it loose and say, fuck it and see what happens. If he throws a pick 50 yards down the field, what's yeah, the difference? who gives a damn? That's a punt. Right. This nickel and dime bullshit and these quick three and outs on third, you know, negative nine yards and crap. Hammer home. Keep it simple, stupid, which they're doing anyway. Yeah. Try to get somebody else involved in the action. Throw a couple balls to Logan Thomas. Make a couple streakers. Or how about Steven Sims? Yeah. I mean, he- shit, man. This guy's supposed to be a speed demon. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? They need to do more like jet sweeps to him. They need yeah, to do man. those those quick screen passes. I mean, they Some did a screen, RPO something. You they know? did a screen pass to him and he got what, like 20, 30 yards on that. Right. So, I mean, just get him involved. He's one. He's one of the few weapons you actually have in this. This office. is I think- what you wanted, you guys. This is what they wanted. These fucking Swiss Army knives that can do everything and we've talked about this before the jack of all trade shit master of none and it's like they're not even trying they're not even utilizing these guys i mean is there any reason why gibson can't be put out on the flat and dump them off the ball like i said last week one pass to the running backs when he is getting eviscerated and on the ground they had four sacks against haskins there are so many ways to alleviate pressure on this guy in the shitty offensive line just do it i'm not talking about complexity here i'm talking about give it to your weapons for god's sakes and not just mclaurin well i think haskins is a big problem here and he admitted as much so did uh rivera he's not playing very well quite frankly and there are things that are open apparently and he's not hitting them and he's not moving through his progressions i totally agree with you but there are ways to alleviate and take the pressure off of him. I watched game week one versus week two where some teams came out a little bit pass heavy, a little bit rusty offensively. And what they do, ground and pound, ground and pound. Indianapolis, the Browns. I mean, shit, they ran the ball for freaking over 200 yards. They almost had two guys over over 100 yards each. That's what they went to. They tried to do that, though, and... Mm. 
No, they did. In, the, in a flash, they were down 20 to nothing. I, I still in, think if you have no remnants of offense, you still need to do your shit. If you lose, at least it's a learning process. They learned nothing from this game offensively. Nothing. They can throw a lot of slant passes effectively. Right. They learn well, nothing offensively from this game. In my opinion, teams are going to start taking that away from you. Start that shit out the gate until it stops working. Yeah. Instead of going slants, you just go deep. Well, you getting know? to it uh, as far as the offense versus the defense, I think this offense, our offense is going to have some serious issues. Oh, they're going to have issues against everybody. Yeah. But um, all right, let's move on to Washington defense versus the Cleveland offense. So <sighs> Cleveland's offense, even though, again, they play the Bengals and on Thursday night, uh, which, again, is not a good indicator in general. I mean, those are always wacky games because of the amount of time that they are have to prep and all that stuff. But, I mean, when you got Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they were they were pretty good last week. And they're probably the best running back tandem in the league. Chubb had, he had 124 yards last week, two TDs. Hunt had 86, 8.67 yards per carry. Yeah, he ran the ball 10 times. Yeah, ran the that's... ball as many times as Gibson did. But he was yeah. the second running back. Second. So Bengals uh, defense is trash, but still, and this is a little skewed because of Kyler Murray, but Washington gave up 160 yards on the ground last Seriously week. Seriously skewed, though. I, I know. It's skewed, but facts are facts. But I, I'm actually looking forward to this one because they've got players on their on their offense, the Browns do, but I'm more excited about this because it's a more traditional offense. Yeah, Baker Mayfield does run around a little bit, but not like Kyler Murray. So I think we're going to see more something a little bit closer to what we saw against the Eagles. So, you know, hopefully that's the case. But I, I'm i not as concerned about Cleveland's offense as I was Arizona's. Shit. I beg to differ, sir. All right. I mean, at the end of the day, if they can't stop the running game, which has Chubb and Hunt, they ever got some serious freaking problems. Okay, here it is. Baker Mayfield is at his best, which isn't a lot these days. But he is at his best off the play action, okay? Leaps and bounds over anything else that he does. So if they are running the ball, and and Washington has not been tested as far as a true effort to run the ball. They played the Eagles and they played the Cardinals, who have Drake. But like you said, they have a running quarterback, a little bit different of an animal. This is going to be a situation where there is going to be a concerted effort by the Browns to run the ball. Okay, So Washington has not been tested in that facet. And in past seasons, they haven't shown up against the run very well. So this is going to be their first test on that. And if they, the Browns run remotely close to how they did against the Bengals, Washington is screwed because then you open up shit for Beckham. Then you open up stuff for Landry. And you know who's going to have a coming out party this game? The guy that Washington wanted to have. Austin Hooper. He hasn't done shit in the first two games. Believe me, he's my backup tight end on my fantasy team, so I know. (laughs) Oh, you're rooting for him, huh? You're one of those guys. No, he's on my bench. I've got Higby. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't watch the games with you. You're you're all fans. (laughs) I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, come on. He's going to have a coming out party on Sunday. I'm calling it. And that's if the Browns can run the ball. If they can. Now, if Washington can stop the running game, they can be a serious problem for Mayfield. Serious issue. Oh, yeah. You're right. This is their real first test to stop a real running team. And I think they're going to do well with it. I really do. I think that even if they do start throwing the ball, I think Moreau, he's got a 0.0 passer rating against him right now pretty good. And I think he'll be able to neutralize Beckham, hopefully. And then you've got Kendall Fuller coming back. So hopefully Moreland won't be playing as much. 
because you know we saw what happened last week when he played a 98 year old man so oh, they'll uh, just put him on hooper maybe this game oh yeah what is he five eight and put yeah him on. yeah <laughs> just get boxed out but i don't know i'm pretty confident about this defense against this offense i don't know why i just feel like we've got the pieces that can neutralize their best pieces the one thing i i would say is this I think it's going to be an all-or-nothing game, and that's how the Browns play it. And it's all predicated on how Baker Mayfield is comfortable. He could have one of those games where he is head on a swivel the whole time, Chase Young is breathing down his neck, sweats all over the place, and he throws three picks. Like I said, but if they run the ball and he starts to feel comfortable and he does that quick play action, he is an ego maniac, this guy. You don't say. And if it's a situation where he starts feeling comfortable, all of a sudden he gets a play action and Beckham is down the field, he connects on that, it could be a long, long day. And he might only get that one pass to Beckham the entire day, ironically enough, but it'll be just enough to get this arrogant fuck confidence to start playing well. You think it'll be on Apke's side? <laughs> Well, I mean, no, it could be a streak down the middle for Hooper um, when Collins is trying to cover. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, um, you got anything else on the offense versus defense there? Last thing I want to say is this. Even though I, we both have criticized the D-backs to a certain extent and even the Apkeys of the world, their defensive backfield has actually played marginally well. And Yes, that's based on a lot of the defensive line play, but still, they've been serviceable. They've kept quarterback ratings down. Kyler Murray didn't kill it in the air. Um, he killed and it on the ground more than no, anything. No, no, I know, but we're talking about the passing game right now. I know. Again, if they can keep the running manageable, I think that this defensive backfield, especially with Fuller back, can be serviceable and make him have to go to different options, which could be great because that means the D-line's getting to him. You know, last thing, look at Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's completing 59% of his passes, 208 yards a game. I mean, he's he's not who they thought he was. He's on a short leash as well. This is his last year if he doesn't show up. So I think they're going to destroy this punk. And you know, like you said, he's a, he's a piece of shit. You didn't say that exact thing, but he is. You know, he's an egomaniac. Is that a paraphrase or? Egomaniacs, no <laughs> egomaniacs. You know them well. So, um... Hopefully they just start hitting him hard, hitting him early and get him out of his game so he doesn't get comfortable. And I think they're going to do that. So let's get to a prediction, shall we? Okay. So you, you seem pretty confident in that segue. So you go ahead. You make the prediction first. Okay. I truly believe that Washington, and I said this before, ran into a buzzsaw in Arizona. I don't think that they really knew what they were getting into with that. Uh, they weren't ready. It would have been much better to play them later in the season, I think. You know, more film on them and all that. And I just think the Browns are a much more manageable offense to deal with. You've got Baker Mayfield, who is mobile, but not mobile like Murray is. And, you know, you got some weapons, but I don't think that they're world beaters. And I think Washington's going to win 24-17. Wow. Holy shit. To highlight something, I believe that we're going to get a touchdown on defense to put things over the top this time. because Like a pick six or something? I think pick six. uh, And it's going to be by Kendall Fuller. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Damn, very specific there. Mark it. Yeah, uh, mark it down. <laughs> Been wrong about every game so far, so, you know, so let's keep it rolling. <laughs> I got to be right at some point. Um, well, my faith in the Washington offense is not that much that they could put up that kind of points against Cleveland. 
Um, I think that the defense will keep him respectable because the Cleveland offensive line can be suspect at times, which is the usual. Like I said, the defensive line is always going to be the one that keeps him in games, that keeps it respectable to a certain extent until they get gassed. Um, This offense, look, you keep saying that we ran into a buzzsaw against Kyler Murray and Arizona's offense. Did the offense run into a buzzsaw with Arizona's defense? Or like there's some glamorous thing that we just didn't realize what type of no, defense they play? No, I think that they made mistakes. I think that if they keep those mistakes to a minimum, I mean, they got the special teams fumble. That shit never happens, right? I mean, that's something that is an aberration. It's not going to happen probably till next year again. You know, you've got that horrible sack that Haskins took, took him out of field goal range, like no, I mentioned. No, I get all that. I'm saying these are things they can learn from. They came into that game completely unprepared. You're equating and you're, you're, you're cherry picking certain locations in the game that, yes, made a difference and the game could have been somewhat different. That doesn't mean, take away from the fact that they had a total of 45 yards in their first five drives. Understood. I mean, Understood, but, but you're, you're also talking about an offense and an entire team that has a new coaching staff, had no offseason. Hey, we can sit and, here and the knee bone's connected to the dick bone all no, day but long. It, but it is true. And the I'm fact saying, of the matter is they got their ass kicked in that game and the offense looks inept. Here's my prediction, okay? Go ahead. The Browns are going to win 27-14. to 14. Mm. Washington is going to be down yet again. The defense is going to keep them into the game manageable initially, but there's going to be a couple too many big plays that Browns are going to have a big play or two that's going to be the difference. I don't think Baker Mayfield is going to be the difference maker like Murray was, but I think he's going to do just enough more than what Haskins will do offensively to counteract that. That's a bold prediction right there. Well, your bold (laughs) prediction is is that they're going to put up that many points and beat the Browns. That's the bold prediction. No, they're going to put up 17 points on offense. They're going to score on seven. Oh, I see. And maybe a punt return too, right? No. Sims is going to redeem himself. Hey, that'd be nice. Well, hey, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see that I'm wrong. Okay. All right. Now it's time, Noel. It's time for what you've all been waiting Ba-boom. for. Boom! <laughs> Hope my audio's working, everyone. Yeah, no kidding. You're recording over there, right? Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Today's installment will be top five reasons you are forced to record sports. This is starting to become a real theme here with this. <laughs> well, you know, this is a real problem for many people, right? And um, it's basically has to do with whoever it is. I'm not going to name names or people that may I'll pull you names. away. <laughs> he named names. <laughs> Seinfeld. All right. Uh, you know, if your wife potentially wants you to do something during a game, not necessarily NFL, any any particular game that you're talking about that you find important. Right. A situation that you get screwed and you can't watch the game live because you have to do other bullshit. Right. Basically, that's the bottom line of it. And then you get pulled away and you have to DVR it or watch it like in a in a dark room somewhere at, at the wee hours of the night because you couldn't watch it like a normal human being. Exactly. So l- let me say this before I get started. I am a fan of the NFL over college football. So I take the hit on Saturday. Basically, I just say, okay, Saturday is a day that I am giving myself to whoever. It's really to... Giving myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really just a preemptive strike for Sunday. Yeah, preparation for Sunday. I understand. I'm taking the hit and, you know, I'll do whatever I need to do. This is for all sports, though. Yes. But I'm just making it clear during football season, that's how I roll. Sure, sure. All right. All right, let's do this. Noel, what's your number five? My number five is family get-togethers. Oh, okay. (sighs) I love my family. And we're talking about not just 
immediate family. We're talking about you guys and extended family, parents, in-laws, etc. Mm-hmm. But why does it seem like when there's family gatherings, it always has to be right at the moment that I want to watch a freaking game? Like, oh yeah, we're we're setting it up for uh, two o'clock. Oh, mm-hmm. you mean like forty-five minutes into kickoff? Awesome. <laughs> I mean. Football games have only been going on for a hundred years at one p.m. Well, I mean, it's like people don't know. All of a sudden, they don't they don't know that Sundays at one o'clock are a time when there's football. So anyway, so you, what do you have to do? You have to record the game, mm-hmm. or you know, the place that you go doesn't have the ticket or doesn't have the game that you want to watch. So you have to record it on your home television. And then you go over to this place and you're not looking at your phone the whole time. Don't know what your fantasy team is doing. You know, can't then, look at the ticker at the bottom of the TVs. And, right, then, and then you always find yourself like looking up. And then magically, for me anyway, I always seem to hit. I forget sometimes because you're always just looking at the TV. And I always seem to hit when my game comes up. It never fails. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. So I'll tell them, and you're there sometimes like, Pop, please don't put the game on. Don't mm-hmm. say anything about it. You know, put cartoons on the TV. I don't care. Keep the kids busy for the four hours that we're here. So we're done dinner or lunch in this case. And all of a sudden you hear <sighs> on the TV and you're like, you've got to be kidding me. Pop, you know, I'm recording the game. Oh, you know, I want to watch football too. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I said preemptively when I walked in the door, please don't have the game on because I have to be here. I don't have to be, but I'm here because you all scheduled it for this time. And now I can't even watch my game when I get home. No, no, I've been there and it's 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 a problem for sure. But (laughs) anyway, I'm not going to dive into that any further. I'll I'll, I'll let you uh, take, take the hit on that one. Hey, it's how it is. It's worth the getting the brusholi, though. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> as long as it was made that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mom, we'll try to pass that off as, uh, as the day of. All right, move on. Anyway, we'll move on. from. <laughs> What's your five? My five is family outings. Now, I'm talking about immediate family outings. Well, I, I had a situation just last Saturday, for instance. I was informed that we would be apple picking. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> This actually happened. I was told that it was uh, 40 minutes away. Then I put it in the GPS and it ended up being two hours and 10 minutes away. Oh, that's close. Well, because certain people knew there. What are you looking at a map from like Columbus? I didn't know where it was. Uh. And when we know that the car is packed up and all the hard parts done with getting, you know, seven. That caravan that you bring along. Yeah, it's no joke. (laughs) Drove two hours and actually it ended up being about three hours because it was up in the mountains. And there was one lane. So we were sitting on the mountain for, no exaggeration, another hour. I wanted to murder everybody in the car. Um, so then we go apple picking, get some lovely apples. and <laughs> yeah, You can't find those at the grocery store. No, not, not, right, those. not right off the tree. Yeah, and not off there. Ain't no spray on those. It was fine. And to talk about the game that I missed, my USF Notre Dame game, which was... Oh, you missed a big one there. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of sitting there for three hours and just getting obliterated. I fast forwarded through probably it was roughly 20 minutes of fast forwarding and I was about done with it. But oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that the game was going to be a blowout. No, of course not. You knew that the entire time you're like uh, USF's playing Notre Dame and I'm here picking an apple that I could have gone to food line to get. Avoiding my phone. Yeah, avoiding your phone, except, you know, no notifications off because you got your GPS up and like this whole dance 
I did get a text from somebody and said, you watching this game? And then automatically, I think they're getting the shit kicked out of them. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. To go apple picking. Did you get a little apple cider there too? No, no, no. We actually got a lovely apple pie. And I'm telling you, it was the greatest apple pie I've ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. And we stood in line for probably 45 minutes to get that. Oh, oh, also a caramel apple, which was unbelievable as well. Oh, The freshest apple you'll ever have. Those organic apples, man. Did they make their own caramel, too? Uh, I would hope so. It it tasted like it. All right. Yeah. All right, moving on. What's your number four? Oh, man. Having to do freaking, you know, you put shit off and you put Mm -hmm. chores off and grass is getting long and you know that there's an event on that you want to do and you're like, God, you have to measure the importance of one event versus the other and you know you got to get it done. But here's the real one, though. And I'll usually manage my time pretty well with like mowing the grass or doing bullshit. Mm-hmm. The Christmas lights. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> the Christmas lights, there ain't no managing that. There's not like, okay, Saturday I'll do this and then Sunday I'll watch the game. These lights. And I'll blame myself. It's absolutely your fault. Nobody expects you. <laughs> it's manifested itself into this monster. It takes me weekends. I mean, I'm out there and anybody comes outside to ask me a goddamn question when I'm doing the lights. I give the death stare. I mean, somebody could drop dead from the way that I look at them when I'm like teetering on the roof. You know, like, Danny, where's the such and such? And I'm like dangling off of a fucking light and know that I'm missing games inside or not being able to invest in that day of sports just sucks. And, And, you know, the finished product is good, but man, it takes weeks. Well, you're an idiot. You make fun of me for like the 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 half-ass. The you might as well not put I- lights up at all. Give me a break. You put like a strand on your fucking porch or like that strand that looks like it was thrown up onto a bush. Just don't put anything up. Yeah, I did much better last year, but it didn't take me like three weeks like it did for you. It's it's past Christmas by the time you get done with the damn thing. No, no, I start Thanksgiving, sir. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> but Christmas Eve, they're about they're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like lesser of a man or something because when I, I go see you your should. house and I'm like, uh, it's you like know, whoa, whoa, whoa. when like, you come like over Griswold over here, <laughs> idiot. You do. It's okay. It's an inferiority complex. It's fine when you see those beasts. I could care less. I just feel like I'm like I don't know. My kids are think lesser of me or something because I put. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I don't. I don't get in a goddamn fifty foot ladder. What a moron! No, but it does suck to have to DVR my games and you know and and have to watch them after I busted my ass all day and go out there. But you know, hey, for the kids, man, for the kids, kids. <laughs> all right. All right, my number four is chores as well. I, I think we'll put that under the same category, I guess. You know, it's just little fucking... I don't do big things. I just do a lot of little things, you know? Projects like, you know, putting a shelf up or putting a bed together that my wife decides to find on fucking Facebook, whatever, that somebody's <laughs> selling something and I got to like go to some random idiot's house and go pick it up and then got to put it together and then I put it together backwards because there's no directions because it's used or, you know, whatever it is. Or or she goes to Goodwill. And, and find some chair that I need to fucking... And of course, it's at like 1130 on a Sunday. Like, look what I got. Like, And you look at her like, don't worry, I'm going to do it myself. And then all of a sudden you hear that voice because it's too heavy or oh whatever at, a, at 1215. Matt, could you come in here or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, that's you know probably, that that's an yeah. investment in time or sanding something, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Just it, garage is full of that shit. Projects that will never be completed. Right. That's, that's my life. But anyway, all right, what's your number three? My number three is 
another one that I'm probably somewhat responsible for, but I'll blame others, is uh, kids' soccer games. Mm -hmm. All right, so my daughter's on a traveling soccer team, and I coach my son's soccer team. It's a soccer bonanza. Yeah. So during the soccer season, I mean, we got tournaments and stuff, and I coach games on the weekend. So I have to record games sometimes, you know, and you'll text me sometimes like, hey, game, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm coaching. This is the part that bothers me and why I put this on the list. And it's not because I'm coaching, because, hey, it's my choice. It's the fact that these fucking geek dads, not my team, not, not the team I coach. I love you dads. <laughs> They're the coolest dads ever. <laughs> they're, they're the coolest dads. And, but they always want to have like, hey, just like if I'm wearing a Washington football team hat or something. Hey, uh, so big game today. You see, you, you see that pass? And I'm oh like, dude, what are you doing? I'm here right now. Yeah. Just because you're like looking at your fantasy team and you saw the score like, hey, what about? Uh, oh, <laughs> Like, I'm, what are you coming up to But those to are the guys for? that don't give a shit. I know. They don't care. Like, obviously, you don't care about this, whatever game you're watching or even have a team. And yeah, falls back to our last two top five. So <laughs> scumbags that just fuck up the game for you. They're not doing it to fuck They're not doing you. it maliciously. They're trying to, like, make conversation and be cool. Uh-huh. And like, hey, uh, so, man, tough loss last week, but they're looking better <laughs> right now. Like, what the hell? Oh, what, are, what are they? you doing, man? Are, they? Uh, are okay. they? Thanks. I'm here coaching your little fucking brat on the field that's, like, picking grass, and you're coming up to me giving me an earful about Washington or, you know, what the Wizards are doing that day when we're at practice. Like, give me a break, man. Leave me alone. I'm coaching your freaking bratty kid. Go sit in the car or whatever. Take a respite for an hour while I take care of your kid. <laughs> Evans flag football games for some reason were on Sundays during every Redskins game. It's, it's football, Matt. Big it's time. football. It's got to be on Sunday. Yeah. I've literally never missed a game. Those were the first times that I've ever had to miss a game was to see him play. You don't know the lengths, Noel, that I've gone to to not miss games. You do, but I would lie and say that I tutor children on Sunday. I mean, like, I would come up with some shit. Right. I know. <laughs> and I always I always made my way out. I've never missed a game. And the, this was the first time. Luckily, they won three games last year. I recorded it, but it's just not the same. Father of the year over here. Yeah. Yeah, Lord. Like the, you're at the flag football game the entire time. You're like, when the hell is this shit going to be over so I can watch maybe the second half of the Washington game live? Maybe. Sack. Yeah. <laughs> it was always exactly the same time. <laughs> who, who schedules these things? Fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. Seriously. All right. Well, my number three is kids' birthday parties. Why, parents, do you always have birthday parties on Saturday or Sunday at 1, 2, or 3 in the afternoon? Why? It's a power move. It's always by the woman, by the wife. It's a power move. And for some reason, you know, I have to go. I don't always go. If they're playing during a Washington... Again, Washington games are off limits, but every other sport is not. It's all fair game. I can always record that, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, to other people in my household, they don't think it's important. But sometimes when you work all week or do three fucking podcasts a week or, or whatever it is, you want to sit on your ass and do nothing. And that's just never an option for me. And birthday parties are the worst. So are you talking about your own kids' birthday parties or just birthday parties in general? No, 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 no. Other kids' birthday parties. Why are you going to other kids' birthday parties? Are you out of your damn mind? Because I know the parents and, you know, you'll, you'll like this look, guy. He likes look, football too. Look, and, you know. All right. 
I get going to your own kids because you're not. I mean, oh yeah, going I, to I, my I own that. child's birthday yeah, party, going to your own child's flag football po- team, you know, game, and and you know your own kid's birthday party for God's sakes. But some other bratty kid's birthday party to like stand around and watch them run around and jump into balls or, or jump on a trampoline. Well, Kristen used to work on Saturdays. I literally was going to a birthday party every other week, yeah, and I'm okay. not exaggerating. That's you, just like with me with the Christmas lights. That's on you. And look, like I'm changing the th- real quick here okay baby showers when did men start going to baby showers i don't know i've never why would women want them to go and why would guys want to go and they do them on sunday at 1 p.m because it's a power move they want to control every facet of your being i've never been to a baby shower in my life i can honestly say that Uh, holy shit i refuse you put your foot down well there's just certain things you can't do and i you know have you gone to a uh, reveal one i have (laughs) been to a reveal oh my god (laughs) But that, are those, are, those are usually me? like at night or something. I, I don't know. The are one, they? Are they? I've only been to one and it was oh, at night. That justifies so. it because it was at prime time. Well, if t- it's not, if it's not affecting. You're pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number two? My number two is another one that I have not have done, but I think is absolutely ridiculous is shopping with the wife or girlfriend during the weekend, during sporting events. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go out, and there, this is the reason why I know this, A, because you, and also what, what because do you mean? I go to stores, you know, I'll rush out, get something at the store, and you just see, and you go into the store real quick, you're like, all right, I'm just going to grab this, I'll be back before the game. And you go into these stores, and it's like a graveyard of broken men. <laughs> it is. And you see these guys, and they're standing there watching this woman sift through a rack of shit that nobody cares about and you're like dude that motherfucker's gonna be here a long time and you go in to like grab i don't know deodorant and run out of the damn place and you know he could see you with like the football hat on the cap (laughs) on you're like he envies you and it, it feels good because you have a sense of like i'm the alpha in the situation and that guy's just god man that's just sad it's sad now That being said, if it's a young guy that is still trying to, I don't know, for a sake of another word, get some, (laughs) okay, I'll give him a pass because he has to put in his time. But some guy that's already, you know, been with this woman for an extended period of time or a girlfriend, I mean, dude, let the man watch his damn football game live, please. Yeah, yeah, well, okay. (laughs) That's Go ahead, Matt. That's my number two as well. Um... (laughs) And I don't really have to deal with this anymore. Thank you, COVID, for all the help there. (laughs) (laughs) A couple positives coming out of there. But yeah, I I have. It's just all a part of that family Saturday. You know, one way or the other, sometimes the trip might go to Hobby Lobby and then I get the, the sales pitch that, oh, there's... There could be stuff there for your man cave or whatever. And I've been in Hobby Lobby like the for... the Bed Bath & Beyond scene in uh, old school? Absolutely. It totally is. <laughs> Going to Lowe's so or, or, or whatever. Hey, don't give me that shit. You know, first of all, how many uh, Costco trips have you made on a Saturday? I maneuver that around because that's something that I want to do. I like going to Costco. I'm not being dragged to Costco or going to check out High Heels. That's a big freaking difference. Or going to freaking Hobby Lobby to look at a frame. I really don't give... I'm like, what do you think? Do you think this color goes with Andrew's crib? 
Like, they I don't love, do that have, shit. I go to Costco to, like, look at the freaking, you know, electronics and shit like that. Oh, but so that's, that's a big freaking difference. Well, Huge, immense difference. Fine. Immense. I'm just saying, we're acting like, you know, you never go anywhere with your wife and shop or anything. And you only do it on a Wednesday night when there's no sports on. Give me a fuck. You're like, we, we all have to do it. It's uh, yeah, we, all have, I, I know. we all have made concessions. I've gone out in certain situations. You have to DVR games. My point is, is that there's no reason for a guy to have to go to a freaking boutique with his wife or girlfriend on a Saturday afternoon when college football is going on or a Sunday afternoon when there's NFL on. Well, that's, there's no reason for them to be DVRing a game during those circumstances. I will say this. So I have the Washington football team block, which is roughly three hours, right? And I can almost hear like zombies on the outside of the of my door, like knowing that it's like, how much time is left? I'll start to hear like rumblings. Yeah, oh. It's like and you start hearing like scratching. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. The nerves start. I'm like, oh, my God, I actually have to start doing something. I can't yeah. just sit here and watch the four o'clock games. God for fucking bid. Yeah. yeah you know, uh, time to get back to work. Yeah. Yep. You had your fun. It's like the sun is going down and like the werewolves are about to come out. <laughs> Got to board up the windows. Andrew will explode into my room like, how much time, daddy? And I'm like, you got who sent you in here? <laughs> That's the real question. How do you even know there's time in a game? Yeah. yeah right. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So good. All right. Last one. Last but not least. First, whatever you want to call it. What's your number one, Noel? Having to watch games later in the evening after all the little ones have settled in and watching like neutral shows during standard hours when you know the Wizards game is on at seven o'clock on a Wednesday or whatever it is. And you end up having to watch freaking Dancing with the Stars or some shit. You love that show. I've been sucked into it because I'm trying to have quality time. So, yeah. Real quick, real quick. Okay, everybody knows the intro to this show, correct? Yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck Noel was Peace. talking about. He sent me that clip. That's the Italian guy, like the judge, the judge. or whatever. And he's talking about well, Josh, Josh Norman. Josh Norman was on there. Yeah, yeah, man. And Noel fought so hard to put that on there. I was like, nobody's going to know who the fuck that is or where it Somebody came from. Somebody does. If well, you know who it is, please. I didn't because I've never watched that show once because I'm a man. I end up getting it. These shows were never in my wildest dreams what I have ever thought. And, and I'm sure you were shocked when you're like, wow, you're watching Dancing with the Stars or like you've tried to sell it to me before. It's really not that bad. Matt. <laughs> or America's Got Talent, like shows like that. My point is, I like is, America's Got Talent. <laughs> my point is, is that I'm watching these shows and I'm having to DVR my game and wait until everybody is nestled in their beds and I have to watch the game at fucking midnight or whatever because I'm watching neutral shows with the family. Now, you know, I might sound like a horrible person, but hey, I'd like to watch the show after I have a hard day at work. I eat my food. I sit down like a normal human being and I'd like to watch the game live every once in a while. Instead of having to freaking watch some show, I could some reality show or some crap like that and I'd like to watch my game live. It's gotten better over time, but those are situations that I'm saying that I don't want to have to DVR my game all the time. Well, in credit to you, you've gotten Lindsay to apparently enjoy Wizards games now. Absolutely. She's a hardcore fan now, man. Yeah. At first, and, and I'm anti-watching games with anyone. I'll tell you, she pushed her way in and she started watching games. And man, she's an avid fan. She knows her shit now, man. She knows her stuff. 
And, uh, you know, it started out small, little dumb questions here and there. And I'm looking over like, this yeah, but that's going- different. 82 games. Yeah, yeah, that's this- totally different. If you're doing that for 16 games, you got a problem. But if, yeah. you, if you can, you know, get like 10, 15 games in, you, you start figuring it out. It's not that bad. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You know, you look over and you're like, you're not sure if this is going to work or not. <laughs> you know, I don't know if this is going to click. Yeah, but right. yeah, it did. So yeah, now we can start watching games and we come into the room live and the kids go, I don't know, run around in the street somewhere. Mm. Good time. See, you got to mold a mat. Come on, man. No, well, hey, we <laughs> talked about it before. That's one problem I don't have. Right. That, Amazingly uh, enough, you don't. Well, thank God for cell phones, you know, yeah. because um, without that, I wouldn't be able to watch whatever I wanted. And I've made that very clear. This is every TV in this house is mine. Whatever turns on, deal with it. <laughs> And it's worked out to my favor. I don't know how that's worked, but it yeah. has. All right. So finishing things off, my number one. And, and there's nothing worse. Absolutely nothing worse than this. Family fucking pictures. <laughs> oh, and every, every guy can relate to this that has to take family pictures. You're never going to do it during the week. It's always Saturday or Sunday, mid-afternoon, because of lighting or, or whatever. <laughs> You got to dress the kids. Uh, You know, you get matching outfits or whatever that you'll never wear again. There's literally nothing worse, probably other than dying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. It is the worst day of the year. It's the worst day of the year. I dread it. Kristen will tell me we've got it set up for two weeks and I know it's coming in the fall. It's coming any day. This is the time that it's coming. That and first leaf that falls off the tree. You know that it's coming. The kids don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Nobody wants to be there. It's always like misty on the ground. And so I get these uncomfortable positions. Your knees are soaking wet. Your ass is soaking wet. And you got to have this stupid smile. Nobody ever smiles at the, the same time. The action shots. Yeah. You're running around with leaves flying everywhere like you're having a good time. And all you're thinking about is I just want to sit home and watch a fucking game. But I'm here in some godforsaken field with some beat up fucking shed behind you or whatever like a rusty tractor yeah that, that we're gonna need a tetanus shot for after andrew right. scratches his face on it just leave yeah. me the fuck alone we did that a few times early on you guys have stuck with it you're like lou Gehrig when it comes to that shit man we didn't and, do it and last year and i still hear about it oh man because it, luckily the weather was terrible like for three weeks in a row and i was like I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I don't know. The, and then the, eventually, like the just kind of faded you know? away. Yeah, just uh, died a natural death. <laughs> and I still hear about it. But like, it's I, your fault that it rained and the weather was <laughs> shitty. God. I know. It's my well, numbers look, getting called though. You know, hey, it's still a work in progress. Thank goodness for DVRs. It could have been like VHS. Oh God! When I had to tape Pop's games <laughs> and make sure that it was on SP or LP. LP. <laughs> And, you know, as soon as I got old enough where I knew how to press buttons, mom pawned that off on me. So pop would come home, make sure that game was recorded, boy, that soccer game. And uh, those timing it and making sure the time on the VHS. So at least we got DVRs, but that was an experience in itself. So at least we have that. I wish we could just watch games live like we used to back when we were kids Watch 12 hours of freaking sports a day. Do it all. Obviously, times change. We got more responsibilities, but every once in a while, throw a dog a bone. At least I have my Washington games. I can live with everything else. At least I have that. It's sad, but true. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode, Noel. (laughs) 
<laughs> on that note. On that note, as sad as it is, we're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Again, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook group, and also the website, alwaysportsbros.com. Hope you guys enjoy the game. Hope we all are able to enjoy the game, and we will see you on Monday.